I want you to talk to me. Talk to you? Motherfucker, we've been talking. What are you talking about? I just want you to open yourself up and talk to me. Open myself up and talk to you? I mean, what in the anal beads are you talking about, man? I mean, this shit is outlandish and disrespectful and disgusting, man. I mean... It's what you all been waiting for, ain't it? Ain't it? You know, I get on Tinder. Everything's good. I'm vibing with this chick. We wind up meeting up for dinner or whatever. You know, everything's going smoothly. I get her back to my place. You know, she starts going to town. Gave me that guap guap 3000, you know? And then I hear keys. I'm like, the fuck is going Next thing you know, my girlfriend walks in. Yeah, my girlfriend walks in, man. I don't know if this is really embarrassing or not because at the end it was, you know, pretty cool. My girlfriend decided to join. She took one for the team, bye. She took one for the team, y'all. All right, well, I guess that was our embarrassing story from Darius. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the show. This is As Told by Drew. And again, you're kicking it with your man DJ Drew on the ones and twos, as I always do. But I am kicking it here with some new guests this time around. Got my man Aaron Johnson in the building, owner and proprietor of CEO. CEO, man. CEO. You got to get back in, man. Got to get in, man. Right, right, right. But this is my owner, proprietor, and CEO of ADJ Solutions. So definitely, man, for all of your trucking needs, make sure you get in touch with ADJ Solutions for all of your trucking needs. So, man, I know we all been homies for a long, long time, man. Yeah, buddy. And, you know... We've been doing this thing for a long, long time. But none of us, none of us from the West Side ever thought that nigga Chris was going to make it out here in this shit. Like, for <laughs> real, though. But look at this shit now, goddammit. I know. It. You see this boy, buckets. man? Buckets. Buckets. King Buckets out here, man. He is the man right now. Yes. If right. it wasn't for him, like, let's put it this way. If he don't get that ring, it ain't going to be because of him. Oh nah, but his team definitely putting yeah. on right I now. I mean, they, man. I think honestly, I think they're about to sweep the Bucks. Yeah, man, sitting at two and zero right now. Um, I think the Bucks might win this next one, but the the second one from now, I don't see them winning it. Yeah, CP3, he want that ring, man. He want CP3 that ring got back. a lot to bring to the city of Winston Salem, man. Like everybody always been supporting him, always been, you know, we Westwood Sife alumni. It's time to actually win. So like he always been coming close. But at the same time, though, he know that hey, if you want to be great, you gotta, you gotta, hey, you gotta have that ring. That's a fact, man. That's a complete fact, yo. You gotta have that ring. And here's the thing about that, yo. Speaking about Chris Paul, man, definitely is looking like he might be the MVP this go around for the NBA Finals. What are your thoughts on that, man? Not only will he possibly be a champion in the next two to three games, hopefully we don't get to a game seven because I'm gonna be biting my nails. I don't know. I've been in the house getting drunk to his games the past couple of days. But how do y'all feel about him being an NBA Finals champion? Yo, yo, I think it's fucking amazing. Like, North Carolina right now is killing it on all fronts. Like, hopefully this inspires more. 
because we got some great talent out there, whether it's in entertainment or sports. Go get that shit. Bring all that money back here because we need it. Oh, big facts. Big facts. It's definitely sick. But I feel like, honestly, I feel like he deserved it. Like, he, um, he worked hard for it. And honestly, come on, man. It's the Suns. Yeah, the Suns haven't been this, been this far since Steve Nash. Since Nash. And um, he's doing it without a, a powerhouse such as a LeBron and um, right. a LeBron and um, AD. Yeah, but I definitely. You know what I'm saying? So like, like, like he's he's showing he's trying to show us what basketball is, but he still has help. But I just don't know about before. I don't know their names. Oh, no, it's all good, man. I got you, man. Right now, they're calling him possibly the next Kobe and Devin Booker. He 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 can move. He can move, but it's only if he can stay healthy. One thing about, you know, I love this guy to death. You know, he's from my city. We got to support him. But at the same time, though, he is kind of fragile. Yeah, and that's something he's he's got to play through. And, like, honestly, I think it's his time. Hopefully, he can bring home. Yeah, man, he just got over a little COVID scare in the last round, man. Yeah, oh, word. Yeah, man, he had to miss a couple, but uh, yeah. he but got back. But think about how many other players probably playing with COVID right now. You, to be like, real, to be yeah, real, it's I, a we lot. Don't know what the number is like for those players. Right? Like, they're not speaking trying to of, sit out. Speaking of COVID, like and that nigga play with a broken ankle or something, sprained ankle or some shit. Man, man all I the greats, they I out there doing play. it regardless. I I I know me personally, I done played um, sports with concussions. See, not man. even knowing that it was concussion because guess what back we didn't know what the fuck what a really concussion was until like my senior year that's when they started like bringing out and that was back in 2011 and you know um you do will smith brought it like he brought it to the forefront with his movie named concussion and like everybody's pretty much took off a wild fright hey football is so dangerous it is a dangerous sport but it ain't so dangerous when you got good coaches Nah, you're definitely right, man. When you got the right people around you doing the right things, man, it honestly should never be an issue as far as, exactly. as that going. Exactly. Uh, but, you know, you know, here in you know, Winston-Salem, you know, we, we do and take pride in taking care of our own, even on the football field, man. I remember, you know, playing back in the days with Pop Warner, man. So, you know, definitely I know, if anything, we were taught the game correctly. Exactly. I'm not sure what's being taught now. Hopefully there's a lot more... Um, we was taught the game correctly. Focus. Yeah. We was taught the game correctly, but at the same time, it's up to the player to say, hey, I don't want to play no more. Because I'm, I'm feeling this this way. I mean, I couldn't even res- explain what I was going through because it was unexplained. Like, I didn't I didn't hear other guys saying, hey, every time I stand up really quickly, I see stars and my head start hurting yeah. for like the first 30 minutes of practice. But um, it's something you only know after the fact. And just like, honestly... Honestly, just like how they going after the colleges and stuff like that, for like concussions, NFL, it's just trick. It's the same thing for high schools as well. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot more cases being brought to like high school arenas about you know the concussion p- protocol and everything. And I really think it's great that we're starting young and teaching these guys. Hey, man, speak up. Don't let these coaches run you into the dirt, man. Don't let these people use you. Your body is not there. Is not their plaything anymore, you know. This isn't 70s football, you know. So, just because in case y'all don't know, my brother, skateboarder, he has had at least six concussions, at least. And people don't know what that does to people. Like, they don't really know. But I know firsthand, it alters a person's personality. Like, my brother is not the same personality. It does. It does. I 
major level it does. Yeah. Like to the point where my boy is getting pissed and jumping down people's stuff for no fucking reason. Right, right, right. right. Like he, he's a whole nother person right now. Right. Well, shit. Uh, I just want to say, hey, you know, let's just big shout out to Chris Paul. Um, let's just go ahead and say that, hey, he, he going to win it all. I see him going all the way, uh, bringing it back to the city. Uh, the city deserves it. I like the fact that he's repping the city. So like, Squad. So, like, um, big shout-outs to him. Big shout-outs that he actually still has family members that's in the city and went to Inkling this. Hell, yeah. And um, he shows up. Honestly, he just recently um, enrolled in Winston-Salem State University. Sure right. So, right. He, he's definitely exactly. in the community still, and exactly. he definitely knows he's carrying us on his back, and I appreciate that, man. And that's what you want to see. And this is, yeah, this, this is good. I hope he's a big inspiration to all the other, you know, players from the city you know right like for instance my cousin shout out my cousin hg3 but i need him to do a little bit better i know you can do better everybody can do a little bit better but until you actually reach that like that that moment of like the the top prime of like you're in shape you can run without being tired right you can you can you can lift weight you can throw people out your way but only people that know like how much work that takes is the athlete. And when I tell you it takes so much work, literally whatever sport you're doing at that point, it becomes your spouse. Such as like Chris Paul, I'm pretty sure he shoots free throws for the fuck of it every day, all day, um, just so he can hit it. Same thing with Steph Curry. You know, these people are perfectionists. So like, like one thing we can learn from Chris Paul is Stay in your city. It's okay to be in your city and have money. Um, he don't necessarily stay here, but he has relatives that's here. And you know, um, RP to his grandfather, but that was just a sad case of um, a, a, a person that's that's lost. You know, and he did something terrible. But um, I feel like his light is so so bigger than what that incident is that it's gonna keep on shining. And I feel like he's gonna be here for a long time, even after he's gone. Facts. Definitely, man. And that's just a big shout out to the kind of environment we grew up in in Winston Salem. So, definitely big shout out to our city for sure, man. Um, and we just really love you guys. And definitely, um, we're going to bring this show all the way back to Winston very, very soon. And what I really am planning on doing is just getting to talk to a lot more of the local people. So, if you see me out and you want to stop and talk to me, man, talk to me because I might have my recorder going talking to you. So definitely look out for me when I'm out, man, because we're definitely going to have a good time. And we're going to definitely make sure I bring the show to you guys for sure. So with that being said, man, let's go ahead and plug another local business here today, man. A ADJ Solutions, man. I got Aaron Johnson in here, man. Tell me a little bit more about what you do and what your business brings to the community and tell me what 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 kind of all is involved here man all right so now, of course you know by the name of the company you know that you know that's my name my i'm aaron johnson um short abbreviation of aaron d john adj solutions um but what i bring is i'm a certified motor carrier i'm licensed and bonded um at this point we're looking for owner operators owner operators that have their own equipment, um, know how to work low boards in the free world market. Um, pretty much, I'm not looking for people to baby. Um, I'm looking for people that 
that, that is looking for a good opportunity to make money, um, steady money, you can see upwards to $6,000 a week. Um, that's that's what the owner-operators bring in. But of course, you know, the motor carrier has to make money as well, and that's at 20%. So like I do 80-20%. Um, so yeah, get at me if you if you if you own a truck, or even if you drive a truck, you just have a CDL. Um, I can also employ you and and get you to work. All right, man, definitely, man. See, look, man, we definitely out here trying to put our people on, man. And I'm bringing in local people that want to get people on the road, man. Want to give people a brand new start. So definitely, man, if you're looking for a job, reach out to Aaron D. Johnson on Facebook. Um, Look up ADJ um, Solutions online, man. He can definitely right. help you out, man. And any other places they can find um, you at? Email. The best way to contact me is um, AaronJohnson344 at gmail.com. Uh, that's the way you can reach me direct. Uh, right now, we got access to Amazon Freight. We got, we working with Carlin Logistics, Franchi Trucking, um, also Swift, JB Hunt. Um, right now we're trying to grow we look for people that's dedicated we look for people that's determined we look for people that's motivated and honestly uh, it'd be great if we could find people of color and that's who I want to employ I want to employ people in our community I want to make a difference in our community and um, that's what we're striving for and that's the reason why my company name is Aaron D. Johnson is because that's what I stand for that's the only thing I have is my name so I'm kind of putting that out there. We're based off of transparency. If you want to do good, clean business, hey, hit me up. It's AaronJohnson344 at gmail.com. Um, you get you easily six figures. Easily six figures, especially on equipment. Um, home three days out of the week, off on the weekends. That's that's you bringing 3K home a week. So like, it's, it's a lot of opportunities out here and I'm trying to spread it. Um, hopefully people Oh, people won't be getting scared of trucking. That's good, man. That's great. I'm glad to hear that, man. So I got a few questions, man. So okay. definitely got to make sure you have your own things, man. So right, just right. since I know you're just in the trucking business, man, right. can you kind of talk to me about the logistics of what it's like to get that first truck or, or what that hey, looks man, like? It's, it's awesome. It's also scary. Um, me, me, per se, I had to say... That's probably the scare. I done been through a lot of stuff, but that's probably the scariest moment I ever been in my life. And that's putting everything that you have, pretty much giving it away for a thing that's possibly could work. But the thing about it is, if you want to create a business, sometimes you gotta you gotta put it all up and put it 100% in. And you're not knowing if it's gonna work or not, but you still gotta have, you gotta have determination. You gotta have God on your side. And with them two things. Everything is possible. I definitely feel that. That's man. facts. Yeah. yeah. Somebody, uh, <clears throat> somebody once put it, you know, being an entrepreneur is like jumping off a cliff and building your parachute on the way it's down. It's scary. It's scary. Oh, like yeah. I'm, I'm, like it's scary. Like I started this business and I couldn't even afford to, to, to replace a tire if it went out. Like I literally used my whole budget. I literally put all my eggs in one basket, and I trust God. And he and he he worked out but anybody know a truck and if you go out and you get a truck um you don't have to worry about a truck payment and that's what i wanted to do the easier way for people to 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 be like me is to lease a truck and when you lease a truck is pretty much you're paying somebody a truck payment a week and that's not what you want to do you want to have the actual freedom of 
all right, if this asset isn't working or moving, is it going to cost me? And if you own it, it's not going to cost you. You don't give a damn if it just sits out there. It's just a money bag that's sitting there. So you go out and you crank it up and then do whatever you got to do to 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 do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm that's what I'm selling. I'm selling freedom. I I feel that, my guy. I definitely feel that, man. And just like you, man, we definitely got some great people out there in Winston that are definitely looking to hire. So definitely, man, look into your local people, your local businesses, your local black-owned businesses, man. Because I promise you, man, opportunities are out there if you're truly looking for it. And I'm definitely on board with those kind of people that are looking for that kind of thing, man. But real quick, man, we're just going to hop into our first artist here, man. So you guys just sit back, relax. I'm going to kick you guys some tunes. And we'll be right back, man. In this episode, man, we're going to kind of be talking about dating. So I hope you guys are intrigued, involved, and ready. Yeah. That's going to be interesting.
so one thing I've kind of really didn't really expect to deal with with dating during the pandemic was how not really hard it was but how closely you come to people when you're in a pandemic because in all honesty man when you're dealing with someone you're in their space a lot you know because that's the person you're gonna be around you know but i've also seen instances and i've heard stories of you know people you know stepping out there and basically like trying to more or less build this kind of pseudo relationship through text messages and you know facetiming what was your guys's kind of ordeal you know so i'm 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 let you know now i think you underestimated it just a little bit it, it is hard and me and my girl we talked about it still talk about it to this day um yo it's 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 more than just like you in each other's space you also got to deal with am i staying with this person through this pandemic because i'm lonely otherwise because i can't be around other people or do i genuinely want to be with this person you know mm-hmm. like you got that you got to deal with you got to deal with the merging of two lives very rapidly if if that's what's going on like for in my instance me and my girl we got together a week before the country shut down wow and um right after that you know i was dealing with a horrible you know home life um it's a long story on why i'm uh, while staying with moms but that's neither here nor there horrible home life and you know she's just like look you're over here a lot just stay here and we went through a crash course in merging a life from the get-go like that's that's a marriage level shit right there like we jumped in it and we're not even married you but know. at the same time though you gotta realize that like hey covid changed a lot of people aspect of what life and what a relationship really is supposed to be. Facts. Mm-hmm. So like um some people move based off of fear, some people move based off of um greed, some people whatever whatever motive they got behind of why what actually moves the individual. Majority of the time it's a negative energy behind it. But um I have to say, if anything, I had to say COVID brought people together. Right. It had a, it brought people together by saying like like hey, life is short. And people take, such as your situation, um, if it pro- if I'm not saying probably, but maybe before COVID, it'd be a higher probability of you guys not making it. But now, if you say you got you got you guys got together a week before COVID, you know you got to think about. It. Everybody thought they was going to die. <laughs> so um, you ain't wrong. So like like every like that's that's something that itself is something to fall in love with and to like. It's, it's a tremendous Kinda thing. Kind of fantasize so like, a little bit. Exactly. Matter of fact, I got a story just for you. So, right. okay, I was married. I have a kid. And um, so what had happened was my daughter's babysitter got COVID. Damn. And my ex didn't tell me about it until right. my kid got around me. Oh, so, exactly. See, that's, that's chemical warfare, person. Yeah. Bro, that's that's <laughs> viral warfare. Look, <laughs> yeah, fuck up. Um... Uh, <laughs> 
But uh, I, to show my sensitive side, fuck. Um, I want to tell my girl in person. So, you know, I got to her house. My kids in the car. I'm telling my girl to stay away from me. I might have COVID. I don't want you to have COVID. I don't. I, I don't want to. I didn't even want to come over here. She didn't care. She, bro. I'm sitting there crying profusely, ugly crying out. Yes, because she didn't care. I'm think first off, I'm thinking I'm gonna die. Right, right, right. And then second of all, you know, I just met this amazing girl, blah blah blah. Anyway, bro, she came straight up to me. Like I'm running away from pretty much. Right. And she came straight up to me, gave me care. a hug, and whispered in my ear, "We doing this shit together." Exactly. And that's what I that's what I say that like, hey, it's it's a certain. That COVID love is, is, is something different. And it's just because people came close to, hey, are you willing to die for She's willing to die for you at that point. Exactly. Think about it because she can die. Exactly. Or she can go spread it to her her loved ones. So, like, that's a big, big thing itself. Exactly. Like, I, I wasn't prepared for that. But it let me know where we are. Like, and this is, like, after maybe four months of dating. Right. And she did that. Like, I'm like... I can't, I can't just let this one go. Right. So, like, you're right. This whole COVID business brings out, it brought out the best and the ugly of people. It did, it has. It has. You see people that's, that's scammers that ain't never been scamming before. Boy. You see people that's, that's with all these foreign women that they haven't been with before. And it's all because of, it's all because of COVID money. And it's all because of, like, it's all because of the situation, but at the same time, though, love, and you can tell when you somebody love you. If somebody's willing to be around you and they know you have COVID, no, like, that's, a, that's a huge deal, man. That's a big right. ass That's deal. big, man. Because I'd be ready to punch somebody in the face if they had COVID and didn't tell me. Bro, fucking, bro. Like, come on. Like, think about this, man. Like, your spouse is working right. in a grocery store, man. Imagine that kind of stress that you have. Honestly, but you know, just tell me quick. And that's where I was at with my situation with my wife is like, hey, um, our health and our well-being is top priority. Oh, same here. I don't same give a damn. Facts. I don't give it like, like God put me in a situation for us not to actually depend on her money, but it's nice to have. Yeah. You know, and um, with that being said. You gotta be willing to, to, to take risks. You gotta be willing to make sacrifices, and the sacrifice losing losing a decent salary over a year or every year for my my family. But when people is on the news telling you, "Hey, COVID's coming, COVID's coming," and you're seeing all these weird videos from China and stuff like that of people dying in the street, they created they created a big illusion that didn't necessarily happen. Um, as radical as if they put it. Right, like it was bad, but was it that bad as they yeah, were right. portraying it? I mean, my guys, I mean, uh, I could say that it was simply because I, I've seen the aftermath of people who had COVID. I know of people who died directly because and of me COVID. As well. Damn. So I can definitely say, yeah, COVID's that bad. Man. Right. You yeah. don't want to get COVID. So, yeah, definitely in the very beginning, it felt like a lot of fear mongering was being was being done. But when you when I started to look at what was the actual disease itself and I actually started seeing 
more positive cases and understanding more of the variants, I realized like this isn't going away. Like nah. if like if you guys kind of have kept up with it even recently, there's two new versions of it that's right, out yeah. right now. And they're Actually, trying to say it's targets black people, but oh, I don't um, know about that. See, I, I think they're doing that because they're trying to. That's, so if I you think look that at the fear yeah, that is definitely because is if you if you look at the studies, the the cases and all that stuff, the the people that's getting the vaccine is a majority white. The ones that's staying away from it is majority black people of color. Period. Because they believe it's some government conspiracy, whatever. Right. What, whether it's true or not, it doesn't matter. We're not taking the vaccine. So they're trying to make it so that we go get this vaccine. But you want to know what, 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 what made me decide, hey, I don't need this vaccine? Is when the whole world was breaking out with COVID and I seen Africa untouched. Boy. That alone let me like, okay, this isn't for, this isn't for me. And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to scare people to thinking kind of weird, but... What I can say is God working mysterious ways. And for Africa to be untouched that long time, then all of a sudden, hey, black people, you are more at risk. I feel like if it 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 it, it goes back to our fear basis. I think I think that that whole conundrum in itself was just um, an act of not a lot of people getting access into Africa and not a lot of people wanted to be in those that areas. That could be the case, but when and you deal with I think with a, that's more or less what it might have been. But when you, you deal with That's just a, me, though. And you know what? I, I thought about that, too. Like, hey, nobody flies into Africa. But the thing about it is people do fly to Africa. And when you're dealing with the virus, it spreads like wildfire. Mm. And what we can say about Africa is places like um, Nairobi, Kenya, um, places in South Africa, big, big populations where people living on top of each other. Big metropolitan cities. Guess what? I'm pretty sure it's been a couple people that flown into that city yeah. from the outside source, but COVID didn't exist. It couldn't live there. And the reason why it couldn't is because of heat alone. But what I'm saying is like we don't gotta worry about COVID. Like just just live your life, put God first, and just just be positive. I mean Listen, man, I'm 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 definitely not gonna be one to just say, you know, uh, live your life and put God first. Definitely make sure you know you guys <laughs> yes. are taking care of yourself. Exactly. Sure, you still you know, gotta take. Come on, man. You still gotta sure use your you brain. You still have to. I'm, I'm a. I'm a firm believer that you know we all need to be vaccinated. I myself have not been vaccinated right. yet, but I will be uh, coming very very soon. Well, you, I've essentially been living in isolation recently, so right. I kind of really haven't had a reason until now. Well, I'm, I will I'm say this: be coming out of my ISO pretty soon. So, so me being who I am, I have asthma, which means high risk. My daughter has asthma, which means high risk. I'm still unvaccinated, and I've been working in the public since day one. I'm one of those essential workers that nobody likes to talk about, like the fast food workers. Mm -hmm. I work at a bank. Mm -hmm. I'm handling dirty ass money all fucking day, day in and day out. I haven't had it, y'all. Yeah. By the grace of God, but I haven't had it. Yeah. But when when it came out, it, gosh, like, hey, Africa was untouched. I'm not saying it's for or not for black people. I will say this. It's just, you know, you take your proper precautions. You do what you got to do. You should be fine. I believe so. And we have to also, like, realize that, hey, everybody is different. And viruses attack certain, certain things. And, like... 
you know, everybody, we all come from the same cloth, but we all cut a little different. And, you know, um, RIP to the people that, that lost their lives in COVID. Uh, I, I got people in my family that, that, that didn't make it, but we got to push through this. So mask up, vax up, but I'm just going to watch everybody else do it in the background until I see the results of I'm going to be okay. Alright, so now that we covered our bases on COVID, dating during COVID, like, did you guys experience anything in particular that was just different besides, you know, the coming together or the separating, like, did anybody go through anything that they would say kind of changed the aspect of what they seen in their relationship or what they saw when they looked into the the grand spear oh and by the way ty's in the house too y'all so he's definitely gonna put in his two cents whenever he feels but yeah man uh what did you guys kind of see or kind of what did you what kind of stories were you hearing even if you heard something you know so i've been hearing me personally i've been hearing things from you know people all over the place having babies because you know everybody Chat up together. Hey, shout out to oh. them. I made a COVID baby. Shout out to the COVID <laughs> babies. <laughs> I made a COVID baby. These, these COVID babies. Um, and then I've heard also that, like, y'all, the numbers is unreal when it comes to these uh, divorces during COVID. Like, it's it, America in itself, when it comes to divorce, is bad. But COVID alone, divorces, is probably worse than the past 10, 15 years of uh, America pre pandemic like the divorce rate is so high like i've heard of 30 40 50 year marriages in it because of covid or trump right but we also have to realize that all marriages majority of marriages end because of financial issues so when you got covid involved and people losing their jobs Mm. it's gonna correlate together people going to people gonna be fighting at home i mean i think they fighting more because a lot of people they usually have that that job you was talking about right, right. and some of them are working from home that right now both of them working from home right now mm-hmm. or one of them lost their job either way they spending too much time together and they never really spent that much time together because in the beginning of them dating they was always working exactly that's you spend a long time at work now thanks that's agreed bro you spend right. a long time at work you see all this stuff going on in 2020 it's like allowing people it's allowing people you know to be at home with each other and really mm-hmm. discover who each other are is you know whatever see but the thing about what you said i agree see the, the thing that put me on to that is uh again working in the bank i see shit. what put me on to it is i'm thinking i'm seeing a lot of people renovate their homes right now and buying yes. homes and selling yes. homes and the only conclusion i came to is oh you guys are spending too much time at home and you realize you, you got shit in your home you don't like so you got money you got the time. You didn't have the time before. You got the time now. You're going to pay somebody to change it. And I thought about, huh. So that's probably what's going on with people's relationships, too. They realize when they're waking up, they actually have time to put into their relationship. Exactly. And realize that they don't like their relationship. Exactly. So in that same instant, do you think people are stepping into these now, well, in those COVID relationships, still COVID relationships for those who haven't been vaccinated or who are still living in, you know, a complete fear. Uh, like, do you think, you know, being in COVID helped people realize that, hey, possibly that they have a really good relationship 
and that this is something that they actually want to work on it just took them being stuck with that person to figure that out have you do you think that could possibly be another aspect oh, of have you sure. guys seen that yeah yeah it's like uh, a threshold me personally like i'm not even gonna lie my girl's done some like with my past things i've been through with other women my girl has done some stuff in the beginning that i would have easily just like i'm gone bye but it, I'm not even gonna lie. It was a mist of I didn't want to be alone, and I wanted to work it out. That made me realize that first off, that's toxic. <laughs> Just one small problem, and I, when I say small, I mean something as small as uh, her fork. Uh, she put her teeth on her fork when she pulls it out. That shit bothers the fuck. I would, <laughs> I would end a relationship over that shit. <laughs> Picky. Pick it. Yeah, that's Nothing right. wrong with that. That's your, that's that's your preference. Right. Exactly. That's your preference. But I realized that. that why is that little thing gonna end something that could be great? Exactly. And actually has turned out to be great. Right. So that's that's within your for better or for worse. It's not beyond that. Exactly. You can handle that. Like the only thing that actually gets to that point for me, honestly, is stepping outside of us. Yeah. You stepping outside of us. I don't even care if it's just emotionally. I ain't with it. Yeah. I'm with you. That's why you consult with each other. That's why they like a relationship. You're supposed to relate. Right. She even helped me uh, learn how to fight better. You know how people get into arguments, whatever, and then things blow up. Nah, we don't do that shit. <laughs> you got to be creative. The, that, that female intuition is a big thing. And you have to listen to it as a male. Yeah. Because yeah, um, it's, it's, it works a lot. Right. And your daily activities, like, you need it. Right. If you really a king, she is your consultant. Right. She sees things that you don't see. She will see things differently than you, and that's how you formulate your plan for the the entire thing. That's what a queen does. Like bingo. I'm not trying to be misogynistic, but like you know, if you the man and you handling everything in front, she gonna th- see things, you know, behind you. And be like, hey exactly. babe, you think about this? I don't know. Let me check that out. And be like, oh, that's the intuition. But intuition can be very tricky. Because it can take you to a, a realm of delusions. Exactly. Yeah, you gotta, and you gotta be able to pinpoint it when it when it gets that far. Right. Like, um, I listen to my wife about certain things, but certain things I don't listen to her about. Right. And um, and that goes from what she's good at, I'm bad at. What I'm what I'm good at, she know she's bad at. Right. So like, um, you gotta one hand watches the other, but if anything, I would have to say COVID brought couples together. Um. Love is at its all-time high. The strong right. rise, anyway. Let's just clarify that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also, it could be... It, it just depends. Yeah. Strong rise. Love's at an all-time high. And actually, like, um, right now, the the family units are actually growing at, like, a 70... 70 what, I believe it was, like, 76% rate of, like, like people that's getting married during COVID actually staying together. Right. So, like, that's, that's a big thing in itself is just having, like, the family together. You know, the first year is normal when marriage is in, but now that COVID's been past a year, they see that pay people sticking together. Right. They're not just giving out and getting divorces. Mm-hmm. It's so, just yeah. show with all the people, like you say, Darius, it's like, it gives people, I guess it tests the real relationships. And all the real relationships, they like thriving. And you know, some relationships, if they have like a shaky foundation, them shit's just wither, wither away. Exactly, you gotta have that foundation. If you don't have that foundation, nothing you do will work. Not even speaking of relationship, business, uh, friendship, um, relations with with a female, 
anything you do, if you don't have it, I don't like going backwards. Right. I don't like I don't no. I don't like going backwards at all. I like I like to have a steady foot and just keep on moving and steady forward at a steady pace. Right. Um, but yeah, shouts out the shouts out to COVID in that way. I guess I mean everybody falling in love. So hey, it's twenty twenty. Everybody yeah. see clearly for the most part. Yeah. Well, yeah. So with that, man definitely great conversation guys i really love it by the way you guys are definitely helping me paint a bigger picture here so i'm gonna take that opportunity to swing it over to our guest co-host the one you know the most you know seriously and he's gonna let us in on his picture perfect business of real eyes media and you're gonna kind of just run us through what you do and what you guys kind of put out here, you know? So as of right now, I'm a one-man band, but that's okay. I know I'm a grown enough to where I can employ people, but that's neither here nor there. So Realize Media is all about every business need. I've, I'm doing everything from graphic design, videography, uh, photography, social media, um, uh, blast and promotion. And I'm working on doing websites now. So I'm going to, I am the guy that every business needs. That's awesome, man. And I'm glad to hear it, dude. And I can't wait to see what everything Realized Media does, especially since they'll be soon to be teaming up with uh, One Day Star Productions. So we'll definitely be making all that happen for you guys very, very soon. Yes, sir. But if you don't mind me asking, like, what, like what's your forte? Like, what you do best as far as, like, Realized Media? say like my my forte is gonna be videography and promotions that's probably my favorite thing in the world uh, I started out doing photography for my brother uh, he's a producer in Charlotte now okay um, he just put Shout a camera out to in my unique hand. sounds unique sounds for sure Absolutely. Uh, he put a camera in my hand said start taking pictures okay and then I so that's your gift is the, the if you had to pick one out of those two, you had to say photography. No, videography. For videography. Sure. Okay. Uh, it was a quick transition to video because you know everybody wants music videos, and then yo, I fell in love with that. I fell in love with that hard. Okay, cool. Well, shit, I'm, I'm I'm interested in myself, but we can talk afterwards. Oh, for sure. Yeah, talk afterwards. And see here, we're always making connections at As Told by Drew. But here we go, man. We got another song, by the way. We're going to kick it and spin it, and then we're going to be right back to you guys with a little bit more from the crew. Hey, it's Ryan. What's up? It's crazy. I'm living now. I'm on they ass. I'm on they ass. Watch me work. I need everything you say we ain't supposed to have. You won't pay what you owe. I need all of that. Right now. Right now. Run it. Right now. Run it. Right now, run it. I need everything you say we ain't supposed to have. You won't pay what you owe, I need all of that. Right now, uh, right now, uh, right now, uh, run it. Yeah, sometimes I lose myself trying to find what my purpose is. I got my vices, my problems. I try to live for my kids, teach them not to do half the things they daddy did. I told a million lies, wrote a blunt like a trillion times. Drink till I self destruct, too much pride I can't open up. Another bottle, two scratch offs, pray I hit the lotto. This check the check thing ain't working, I'm too strong to follow. The system diabolical, surpassing every obstacle. I gotta know when it's time to let you go. Money come before I hold, I only know what I know. <laughs> 
I need everything you say we ain't supposed to have. You won't pay what you owe. I need all of that. Right now. Right now. Run it. Right now. Run it. Right now. Run it. I need everything you say we ain't supposed to have. You won't pay what you owe. I need all of that. Right now. Right now. Right now. Run it. Listen, a young nigga want more. I'm so overstressing, these niggas tripping in Winston, I gotta keep a weapon Late at night I wanna die, but every day a blessing Just trying to do the right thing, you know make a difference No time for bitches, stop that, we gotta make a living I got bills to pay and who the hell gon' feed my children Before you break somebody down, how about you start building Camouflaged in, why you change like chameleon I shoulda knew better, you left me with this funny feeling Like the first time you used a scale, my nigga out here dealing Give me shots of penicillin, I need more checks not feelings I was down bow, now I'm healing. I'm just referencing, not stealing. They gon' pay me as a villain. It's a homicide, I've been killing. It's a homicide, I've been killing. I need everything you say we ain't supposed to have. You won't pay what you owe. I need all of that. Right now. Right now. Run it. Right now. Run it. Right now. Run it. I need everything you say we ain't supposed to have. You won't pay what you owe. I need all of that. Right now, uh, right now, uh, right now. Well, man, welcome back to the show. And don't think I forgot about this, man. This your cup of tea. Made you a cup of tea. Alright, so here's your cup of tea. So, Uzi Vert, Mr. Vert himself. Uh, he got into an altercation with his ex girlfriend. Apparently, he's driving down the street in his Escalade or whatever, sees his girl. You know, talking with St. John. You know, St. John Roses. Yeah, that, that stupid ass song is stuck in my head. Anyway, uh, he was talking, you know, he saw her talking with St. John. He hopped out and decides to go and confront her. Now, you know, you know, conf- confrontation is cool. You know, yell at her, whatever. But my man pulled out his gun and pretty much pistol whipped her. Pointed the gun in her chest. And by the end of it, he repeatedly punched her in the face. And then ran off like a little bitch. Yeah, I'm calling you out, little Uzi. You little bitch. Because my guy, first off, you you hit a woman. Like, come on, bro. Second of all, you pulled out a gun and ran away. You you pulled out a gun, hit a girl, ran away. Coward. Anyway, that's your cup of tea for the day. Lil Uzi, I gotta take out the playlist, bro. Mm-hmm. Alright, man. So, we've been talking a lot about dating, man. So, tell me, man, what are like three things that you need or wanna do? Or, how do you, what are three things for your ideal first date? All right, I got you. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take you on a journey here, because this right here, it's actually I only I have four, but two of them tied together. 
Like, perfect first date. First and foremost, you and this person, they're talking. Y'all talking, obviously. So first and foremost, you gotta choose the right location. You gotta be listening to that person when y'all talking before your first date and choose the right location. Some people like goofy shit. Some people like serious shit. Some people just like to sit down for coffee. Find out what that person likes and do that. Next thing you gotta prepare for, you know, engaging in conversation. Text message is fine and everything. Talking on the phone is fine, but it's different when you're in person. So prepare for that too. And last, the double one is be aware of your body language. And you gotta make sure your appearance is A1. Can't be out here looking funky on a first date. Hell nah. Hey, this I'll is be a showing big up one. in them joggers. This is a big one, man. No, for real though. Like, if it's a first date and you guys haven't planned on doing something like active, like going fishing or going to the park or something where kayaking. you know kayaking or something like that. I know some people are into that. Hiking's pretty nice too as well. But if the event doesn't call for it, man, please make sure you're not out here with your poop shirt on that you got at the house. Um, see. I'm a part of the Bonnet Coalition. I want everybody to know that. I'm part of the Bonnet Coalition. I don't give a damn. You know, if we outside, Bonnet's on, baby. But if it's that first date, boo-boo not going to see me in that Bonnet. Nah. Not you yet. put your not best yet. foot forward first. After that, eh. Let me see. I'll choose three. I'm going to have to say topics of discussion and interest so you can see how people's mind work, you know. You might want to skip out on that second one. I don't know if she talk about this. He talk about that. Um, location, like you said, Darius. Um, and also body language. Body language probably going to be the first one. <laughs> body yeah, language always going to be the first one. So, yeah, them the main three I choose, though. Nah, definitely for sure, man. My three points to I think a successful good first date is kind of a little mixture of what you guys kind of have. Definitely, you want to have good appearance. Definitely, you want to make sure that you're engaged in thoughtful conversation. And lastly, man, you just want to make sure manners are super key with me. I'm big on manners, man. Definitely on manners. I, I critique every little thing when it comes to manners. Like, if you are rude to the staff, that's L for me. Facts. If you don't really know proper table etiquette, that's no for me, man. Yeah, don't put your elbows on the table. That, that's, that's a little key for you guys. That's the body language right You know what I'm saying? Don't slouch. Don't, you know, be looking into the distance, man. Don't On your phone. On your phone. Pay attention. If they're engaging, you engage back. And, you know, make sure that you're doing your best to listen. You know? In a nutshell, act like your mama raised you right. And know and what's going on. Being raised right. And they get weeded out. Yeah. <laughs> and that was your segment with As Told by Drew. Oh, by the way, I got more songs. So lame now, and I don't wanna play. First 
up, so throw it off You cut your phone off and I got shit to say Next thing you post up, embarrass both us And tell me so what, you'll feel me today You call we make up, then while we break up This ain't the way, love, my toxic little babe So what you saying, cause if you playing, girl, I might just stay away don't tell me you got too much pride, can't even vibe and ride your way The way you move, you gon' lose every single game we play But I'd be damned if we this live and I let you lie straight to my face Hold up, wait, love, what's that on your mind? Yeah, it's okay, love, but you I got plenty of time What about your state, love? Do you got it in line? when you don't say much, like I committed a crime why we gotta be like this? Why we gotta be like that? Why we can't be like this? Why we can't be like that? Tell me you won't miss all the little things we had. Today you would give me a kiss. Tomorrow I have to kiss your ass. This shit's so strange now. You playing these games now. This shit's so lame now. And I don't wanna play. First thing you going off. And I'm so throwed off. You cut your phone off. And I shit to say next thing you post up embarrass both us and tell me so what you'll feel me today you call we make up then while we break up this ain't the way love my toxic little babe well i think i certainly thoroughly enjoyed that track right there man for sure Oh yeah, man. That was that was definitely a really groovy one, man. I I fucks with it. I fucks with that heavy. But man, it's time to wrap this thing up, man. You know, it's getting a little late in the night. You know, everybody a little tired. I don't think we've been drinking too much tonight, man. Nah, nah. I think everybody's kind of good right now. I think everybody's good. I'm just hungry. I'm I'm hungry too, but so I'm probably gonna go over here get something to eat. Shout out, but and. Happen. So, any final words, man, on relationships from the male perspective? What do you guys want to tell the ladies? You know, not even if you're looking, because I know you guys are pretty good, but, you know, what do you want to tell our counterparts right now, man, as far as what do you think we need as far as men moving forward in relationships? Yo. Love on your man. You're supposed to be his peace, not another problem. So, try your best. This goes for everybody, really. But, you know, do your best to, you know, solve situations instead of creating situations. And be a place for him to be vulnerable. That's, that's key. Because we don't have any other place. Sometimes not even with our own mama. That's facts. That's big facts. That's big facts. Ty, did you have anything you want to add to this one, boss? Um, I would say accountability and also <clears throat> to reciprocate the values that you expect from your other partner. And that's pretty much it. You know, definitely, man. Accountability, I've heard that a lot from men, you know, saying that. You know, they having a issue with just their woman taking accountability with things when something goes wrong in the moment. 
And I think that can kind of fester with some into the point where they can take that frustration of a momentary issue and take that and make it into a larger scale thing, you know, and eventually, you know, step out of line in ways that, you know, we shouldn't be in relationships. But that's another conversation for another day. And ladies, don't act like I'm not finna give y'all y'all night. So y'all stay tuned for ladies night, man, because I'm definitely going to have that soon. And that's going to be hosted by one of my really, 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 really good friends. Definitely my sister. And we're going to make sure that we have a great time when we do that. But before I go, I want to give you guys a quote of the day. And I think this is just really going to kind of bring this whole episode home here today. This is from Art Turok. There's a difference between interest and commitment. When you're interested in doing something, you do it only when circumstances permit. When you're committed to something, you accept no excuses, only results. My name is Jalil, or you can call me Drew. But this was As Told by Drew, and you're kicking it with Seriously and my man Tyrese. And this is your poem at end. So how are the quarterly reports? A question I know you don't mean with sincerity. You draw the blinds as tensions ride high. Yeah, your eyes never lie. Your prime objective was more than to be my directive. Superior to subordinate into a simple night but if I might find a way to break free you know I couldn't make a scene even though I remember those tastes of your ambrosia I still remember the embers of the flames as the candle wick and the flesh of my flesh withering away to our duality infatuated you are in our idea of unity you see our parallel is far from simple and though you admire my strength in the moment you know the pendulum swings of my primal needs and in my infinite dance of mortality I'll come even if I'm just a fleeting star in your time 